Oh, it is that time again. Sunday mornings, 10 to noon, right here on Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. I am Zach Miller, joined alongside Warren Cluck. Welcome, morning. welcome. How are you? Welcome to the program. How are you doing, Zach? I'm doing well. We're here on a Sunday, you oh, know. I am a little dinged up. Went to a bottle share in Kalamazoo last night, so I uh, took down some pretty incredible brews, and uh, it's going to take me a while to uh, to make a full recovery, but yeah, here we are nonetheless. That is our, what, this is... This is the final show of February. This is the last one. It is. And then March uh, March Madness. We can say that, right? Yes. Because, okay. And we have uh, some very special things planned. You want to uh, take this minute before we get the show too far kicked off to make sure you follow us on social media, like the show on Facebook, like it on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Just search Music to My Beers. We have something very special coming up that we need your help with. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Michiana's first, first best, 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 best and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music, music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. I am Cluck, joined by Zach, and we are uh, pleased to have you here on the final February installment of Music to My Beers. If you're new to the show or to this time slot, congratulations. Good morning, beautiful. Thanks for finding us. We take two hours every Sunday to chit-chat about craft beer, play some songs that we don't get a chance to play very often, and uh, just basically hype our livers for the week ahead. Yeah, because uh, we got we got some stuff to do coming up in March, and then also later on in April and May that uh, ty- typically, you know, right now we're in a, a lull like you mentioned last week on the show, um, of how, like, we're kind of saving up a little bit. Yeah. We're not sp- spending a whole lot of money on craft beer. And I would, uh, you know, part of this show, Zach, and what makes music to my beer is such an intense emotional experience, a connection between us and the, and the person who listens, is that you and I could be very upfront and very honest when we fall flat. And Zach and I are coming to you this morning Neither of us having had Bell's Black Hearted that was released last Friday at the brewery only. There's a little tear right here. Uh, we saw some people on our Facebook group have it. I saw yeah. some of my friends on Untapped have it. And uh, I got to say, we're proud of your moxie that you would choose to drive to Kalamazoo on Valentine's Day. Uh, that's some smooth operating. Man. <laughs> I saw somebody checking in on Untapped at like 1130, like noonish. And I looked at my watch, and I'm like, you know, I could get to Kalamazoo and get some in about 90 minutes and be home. Still plenty of time for dinner, but... Decorate with candles and everything. Yeah, I didn't want to wear myself out, so I decided uh, better not. Yeah, that's... I mean, it's a... Even though it's only, what, an hour and a half? Yeah. Still a bit of a trek if you're thinking about doing a round trip, running up there for a quick uh, grab, and then coming back. Yeah, and I asked a friend, do you want to run over? He's like, I don't like black IPAs. And I said, okay. Then I was going to... Uh, like, So I just... So here we are. We oh. still don't have any, and I uh, don't know if we're going to get to try it. But that's part of the honesty, Zach, of the Music to My Beers trust tree that that's, we're in. That's right. We're, I mean, we're very we jealous. We don't always score new releases. We no. don't always get the exclusive tickets. We try. We chase the, some of those beers. We do. Yeah. We do. We, uh, and we'll admit to that. So if you have tried the Black Hearted from Bells, you went up to the brewery, or you know somebody who got some, by all means, leave us a review on the, uh, the Music to My Beers Facebook page of the group, and we will uh, share your words. And I do like that Bells is kind of doing this now where it's like what Revolution does with their different hero series where they throw in a different hop, but they still have the same kind of malt uh, backbone to that beer. But it's just a, a different kind of hop that allows for um, for kind of a, a totally new beer. Um, but like the Black IPA is like Bells uh, uh, Two-Hearted Yeast and Hops, but then they change up the malt backbone. Yeah, behind it all, and and I like black IPAs. I like I like my favorite kind of IPAs a West Coast where it's real hop forward, real just Ooh. buzzsaw bitey, and to have a black IPA which then takes some of that and then adds a completely different you know complex roasty malt 
element to it. That's awesome. It's mm-hmm. as brutal on your tongue as it can be, so those are always my favorite. But again, it's not a very popular style. Not a lot of breweries will uh, will jump in and say, hey, we need a black IPA. Especially right now with uh, hazies and juicy uh, being the most, I guess, popular thing. Yeah, and I think that even the history of the black IPA has changed because it used to be an India black ale. Yeah. Have you ever had, uh, have you ever had Dogfish Head's India brown ale? Ah, geez. If I did, it was eons. It was yeah. pre-untapped yeah. a long time ago. Same, same here. But it's it's actually pretty solid because if if you start bringing in, like you mentioned, the 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 different notes that come from like a black IPA or even a brown or, or something like that. Yeah, it's a, like a roasty, nutty, caramely finish. Yeah. So it's like coffee, but then you add hops in your coffee, which sounds weird, but it's it's pretty delicious. Mm, yeah. So tasty. I know. I now we're in the mood to get some drinking done. I might have to go up to Kalamazoo, if, see if there's any left. I don't think there is. <laughs> no. That's the, other, th- that's, the other thing, that's the other thing, too. And uh, and we can talk about uh, special releases another time, but we'll take 450 North, for example. I mean, mm. they're, they're, what, three and a half hours south of here. They're even south of Indy. Yeah. And they do their releases, their limited you know, weekly releases, on a Friday morning. But by the time I would get out of work and be able to get down there, it'd be five o'clock. And there's nothing left, and I get to pick over you know a few slushy cans that are left. So it's hard. Or when it comes out, and uh, and you're so close, but you're just not close enough. Oh. Like ah, oh, bells is there, but it's ninety minutes away. I got stuff to do. It's a weekday. We need one of those traveling jobs where we can just you know be down doing some business south of Indy, and then hang out in line. And I know a lot of these places, it's 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 like a bar on St. Patty's Day. You don't mm-hmm. need help bringing, getting a crowd to St. Patty's Day, so we'll have a party on Thursday to draw people out on an otherwise dead day of the week. Same thing with beer releases. Like, Bell's doesn't need you there on a Saturday afternoon. They know you have nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. Why don't we bolster business and do something big on a Friday afternoon and get the weekend kick off uh, you know, with, with max profits? But That's why man, they make the big bucks. It, you almost need to be unemployed and independently wealthy simultaneously to keep up on, on the beer release schedule. So um, it's important to have some good beer bros who will help you uh, extend your reach a little bit further. We're very excited as, uh, as far as extending our reach. We're going to ask for your help in doing something a little bit later on in the show. You can stick around and help us plan out the next month of Music to My Beers. We have to get to, uh, geez, news and notes. The chick pick is on tap. We have to get to the pick six. Basically, the, the whole show is yeah. ahead of us. Earlier at the beer show this morning, we had something special worked up for us, and Zach has been working tirelessly behind the scenes. Uh, actually, I've just been clicking a couple of buttons. <laughs> you really need to learn how to shine things up to make it ne- sound like you're... Hey, next door they've been working tirelessly okay, for the, us. The graphics yeah. department, but uh, go ahead and lay this out. We've got something uh, fun planned. We, it's sort of a twist on what we've done the last year, too. I'd say in the last couple of years, what we've done is like we've decided which breweries get to be a part of our bracketology. And this year, we thought it would be a good idea to invite everybody else to be a part of it. And, you know, to to name off your favorite, because what we usually get is we'll throw Goose Island up there and Founders and Bells and some of our favorites. But then we never give the listeners um, or yourself a chance to to say what you want in there. And so this is our chance to bring everybody in to create this beer bracket, which could be anywhere between 32 teams or 64 teams, depending on how many submissions we get. So what we're asking you to do is join us yes. on social media, on Facebook, and uh, leave us a comment with what brewery you'd like to see in the tournament this year. Yes. Yeah. Now, do we decide that we're going to give these? We're going to give each of these breweries a seed, and then let the tournament play out. Well, I think we give each of these breweries a seed, and then we get the, uh, the everybody to submit who they think should go each week. 
And so through your submission and entering with the Bracketology, you'll have a chance to win, uh, score yourself some tickets to the Brewfest happening um, in March, late March. All right, so let's say your favorite brewery is Maplewood. They have a tap takeover coming up this week at Hop Station. We'll yeah. talk more about that here in a minute. You would leave that as a uh, as a comment on the thread, and then bam, that would be uh, a vote for Maplewood. Yeah, vote for Maplewood, and we'll we'll obviously have to go through and and if we get more than sixty four submissions, maybe kick some out, so, some that you know we're like, well, like Bud Light, if, if you throw that one in there, we'll probably. Probably boot you, even though they even though they were a champion in years past because we gave them the number one seed and lo, Virginia went ahead and won the whole thing. Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, join us if you haven't already, and we'll plug this a little bit later in the hour. Join us on social media. It's a fun way to kind of show off and brag up your beers you're drinking. And uh, also, if you're going somewhere, say hey, I'm headed to Cincinnati. What's a great brewery to check out? I'm going to Nashville. What should I drink right, when guys. I'm there? And right. uh, yeah, people will jump in and help you out. You can just search music to my beers on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. An adult friend finder. Oh, really? No, we're there. No, oh, okay, no. that's a completely different uh, profile for a different show. <laughs> I was going to say my Untapped is my adult friend finder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you can also join us on Untapped. Uh, Zach is at Dad Beers. I am at Man Bear Cluck. We will uh, friend the hell out of you and cheers what you're drinking. Yeah, we have a lot of show to get to. Darcy's going to be swinging by with her chick pick. We have to get to the pick six and uh, a B movie. A thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers. B movie. 1039 The Bear, real rock if you nasty. I am Cluck with Zach Miller. This is music to my beers, our little corner of Sunday where we've sort of notched out a spot for us. Zach and I can uh, commune and talk about uh, alcohol and uh, and how much we love it. Yes. I mean, and especially because it's Sunday and Years past, we haven't been able to buy alcohol on this day, but uh, it was a great thanks day. Thanks to Governor Holcomb, we've got uh, yep got that bill signed. Finally, so buy. finally got that ability to buy alcohol on the Lord's Day. Woo! Yes, Super Bowl is a game changer now. We have a lot of uh, different features on the show. One of them that's been around the longest since week one is a little thing we do where we pair movies with beer, give it a rating system, and we've called this the, the B movie. movie. And uh, I thought it'd be funny because Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, is in theaters right now. It's underperforming and getting made fun of on the internet. I haven't seen it. Uh, maybe I will if it comes out, but um, I thought the, the trailer was very... If you can't entice me with a trailer to come see your movie, you've got to show me the best 30 to 60 seconds of what you got. And if it's not good enough to get me to think, i got to get there and see it. So we thought we would revisit Margot Robbie's first uh, turn on the screen as uh, Harley Quinn and talk Suicide Squad today. Did you see this movie? I saw this movie, and I don't know what the big deal is about, like, why it got so many, like, terrible reviews. I don't know either, and I think this is going back, because this is 2016 now. We're three years removed from Suicide Squad. It was a massive cast. Jared Leto is the Joker. Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. We had Will Smith as Deadshot. I mean, you name it, they were in this movie. And the hate that it got, I, I walked into expecting to be disappointed, but it was a very entertaining movie. The only criticism I have is that the cast was so big they couldn't give anybody their their due justice. Right. You yeah. Know, that could have easily been a movie broken up into a couple different chapters or, or or some different stories or it was just here they are, here's their story and they're all a group and here's their deal. I I understand what they were going for in the movie with it being kind of like the anti-Avengers, you know, what Marvel's doing over here and making everybody come into one movie and even Justice League from the same DC universe got a lot of hate and stuff. But I saw it. It wasn't that bad. My only criticism really from this movie comes from the Joker's character. Just because 
Jared Leto's Joker is way off the wall, you know? Like we've seen we've seen Heath Ledger's Joker. Well, this was the first portrayal of the Joker since Heath Ledger, which everybody thought was the oh, absolute top of the mountain. So it he had to go a completely different direction. And I remember at the time people weren't absolutely hating it, but then when we had uh Heath we had uh Joaquin Phoenix's Joker come out in the <laughs> fall, suddenly everybody looked back at Jared Leto's and were like, That was an awful Joker. <laughs> like that was really bad by Joker standards. And then everyone there's you know, any any ranker.com list you look at, that is always the dead last Joker. There's so many memes out there where he's like watching from the outside, seeing everybody else get the awards for their Joker and Yeah, Jack yeah. Nicholson, boom. Heath Ledger, boom. And then you got uh Joaquin Phoenix and then mm. and Jared Leto. But mm. I, I don't know. In hindsight, now that we've seen Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, yeah, the the Leto Joker and Suicide Squad looked ridiculous. Yeah. It was just I, everything about it was just weird. But well, and for as heavily prominent, like as heavily featured as he was in all the trailers and the media, he wasn't in the movie that much. No, unless you see the extended version, then he's in like several different scenes and and added features and stuff like that. But I I would give this actually. I would give it a pretty good rating because I enjoyed it. I'd give it a three. I enjoyed it that much. And I would probably go with uh, three early bird from Coronado Brewing Company. Okay. Because of Birds of Prey. I I see. I got you. Uh, I'm going to give this one because I would need to be pretty buck snort and joy. I mean, I, I, would, I would like to sit it down and watch the extended version, like you just said. Uh-huh. Um, when, you know, it's far down on my list of movies. I'm going to give it one uh, Revolution Heroes pack. Oh. I won't get through it, but I'll get through probably half of it during the course of this film. And uh, eventually, someday, I'm sure I'll see Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. But I, I, don't, I don't know why so often the DC guys don't get it done. Compared to the Marvel people, but it's hey. Zack Snyder. I'm going to blame him. Yeah, we are literally everywhere. I don't know if everybody knows that. Even if they've been along with the show from the beginning, we're on all of our favorite social medias like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The that, Gram Fam is where it's at. Yeah, that's been a real fun thing uh, in radio for the last ten years or so. When I first started 150 years ago, Zach, when the show was over for the day, that was the end. Wow. There was nothing else after that. And now with Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, we can continue the program all week long. We interact with people uh, on a daily basis mm-hmm. on behalf of Music to My Beers. So take our hand and join us on a fantastic digital journey of friendship. I love that. Uh, I love that we've got a group now and it's growing. You can join our Music to My Beers Facebook group. And those are uh, a big thing because you can comment. We'll comment back. We'll uh, discuss what we're drinking. We see. You know, something new in town that pops up, you can go to the local bottle shop and pick that up. Or, uh, you know, it's closed off to the outside world. Exactly. So what the you say in there. The eyes of the plebes of the public. Stays there. Yeah, it's like Vegas, but for Well, I mean, you know, don't, don't put anything in our group. You wouldn't be a, you know. Right. You want to show your grandmother? You'd be ashamed. But <laughs> uh, we're glad to have you aboard. Just uh, like us on Facebook and then say you want to join the group and ask you a couple of pretty innocuous questions. And you uh, rattle off a few answers. You join our group. And that's where you can vote. On our uh, our beer brackets that we have yeah. coming up, we're formulating a tournament of the finest craft breweries in the area, the region, maybe even the nation. Yeah, if your favorite's a local beer or uh, a national brew, like uh, or something that comes from a local national level, like Great Notion, where it's you can't get it here, but it's, it seems to be always here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the. I, I I know the great notion people probably know, like, you know, 90% of the beer we have right now we've brewed is in the mail right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but if you like, if you have a brewery, one of your favorites or a couple of your favorites, go to our Facebook group, nominate them, and then we're going to fill out the field and we're going to let uh, we're gonna let democracy take hold of our bracket and determine who is our winner. 
You can also follow Zach and I on Untapped, the beer drinking app. Just follow at Dad Beers, and you can friend me at Man Bear Cluck. And we're also on Facebook. We're on Twitter at Music to My MTMB. Mm, Just mm-hmm. search Music to My Beers. Join our Thursday Beer Shirt Thursday fun. Yeah, you can sh- show support. Hashtag Beer Shirt Thursday on Instagram. You know, I was trying to convince one of my buddies. I'm like, you know, you should join. You should join in. And like, just tag us. You wear a beer shirt at your, your place of employment on Thursday and tag us. He said, I work at a bank. <laughs> so yeah, I don't maybe know. wear it under the suit. Yeah, I don't know how I'd feel if I walked into my bank to make a large deposit, and then I saw the guy behind the counter with like you know <laughs> a greasy old transient shirt. I would think, well, I mean. Is there another guy I can talk to? So if if you can play along, if you have if you have a cool job that likes you that allows you to wear beer shirts, go ahead and uh, post it on Instagram, tag the show. We kind of laughed a couple of weeks ago. We're sort of in that dead zone where we're in between a lot like a, the big release season and mm-hmm. all the holiday releases that came out over December and early January. And we had a uh, just this last Thursday we had uh, a Recknap today from the from Crooked oh, U, yeah. where they do a bunch of takes on their classic oatmeal stout and. Um, We've got some local things coming up. Is there anything in particular you're looking forward to drinking or getting? Because I, I think I've taken my hands off the wheel as far as thinking about the beers I'm getting. Friday, yeah. Friday, I got out of work, zipped to Costco. I'm like, you know, I'm going to buy something in bulk so I can just have stuff around. Couldn't think of anything I want. All they had was too hard, and I thought, ah, I'm mix up a little bit. I went to Citywide, and I walked in, and, and I've put I put less thought into a beer buying trip. Maybe never. I just walked in, I just grabbed the first three or four four packs I could think, and I thought. Well, this will do it. I feel yeah. like I feel like I need like a break, like a reprieve from from going in and and do that, or just seeking out things, trying to yeah. fill up my. You know, you get too caught up in uh, here's what I'm drinking. Check out how specialist is like every once in a while. It's nice to sit back to your favorites and just drink a uh, a non a regular man's beer, non special. Yeah. yeah, something you can get anywhere at any time for any reason. Yeah, and there's every once in a while I do like a a good cool crisp Coors or a Keystone or uh, a Miller. You like hams? I love hams. Hams is my jam. Um, it's funny because my wife, the other night when we were sitting down, just hanging out, you know, watching TV and whatnot before we go to bed, and she's like, I've noticed you haven't really been drinking a whole lot lately. And I'm like, well, you know, there's just not a lot that I want to or need to right now. You know, we're kind of out of that out of that season a little bit, like you mentioned. Um, but I did, I did make a stop into Citywide, and I'll buy... I typically like to buy like the Tall Boy four packs yeah. of like something good, yep. and so I'd, I'd say that my my beer buying experience has changed. I no, I no longer buy the thirty pack of hams um, very often. I shouldn't say never. I just don't do it very often. But uh, I know go- how many times you do it a year. And it's it's not it's not not staggering. very often. Yeah, a staggering amount of hams go into my belly every year, um, especially on guys' weekends. But uh, I, I typically I'll go in and I like to look for uh, four packs from something that's either like regional or local. Right. So if like Bear Hands has something, even Maplewood from Chicago, they have like their their juice pants or son of juice pants. Um, one recently uh, semi new brewery to this area is Toppling Goliath, and that was awesome. Um, and the fact that Surly came in for a hot second. Um, I know that 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 was in and around the tail end of January that we got uh, a taste of that. So yeah, and and I don't know if it's because like I went to a bottle share last night. My tongue is still roached, but I, you get tired after a while of drinking like these big, heavy, amazing stouts that are like mm. you know I call them the event bombers. Yes, you know it's not a Tuesday. It's oh, it's a special Friday. We're having people over, or you got to share those. Yeah, or like the twenty three, twenty four dollar four packs. Like I'm just. For the next few weeks, man, just going to downshift a little bit. Drink, uh, drink Reggie's, as I call them. Just regular old, <laughs> regular, not a big deal beers. Reggie's. Yeah. Nice. 
Yeah, maybe we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit more. Maybe you'll get me jazzed in the coming weeks to get out and, and do some tasting. We have some fun events coming up. This is a segment of the show where we lay out a, uh, a sixer for you, a fantasy sixer, maybe an everyday sixer. Uh, we like it when, when Belmont and Chalet, they do the mixer sixer. You make mm-hmm. your own six-pack and you save 15%. Their beer of the month is pretty great, their beer of the month club. So we thought we'd try our own, do it every week, call it the pick six. And Would you like to go first, Zach, or sure. should I go first? Yeah, I can go first. All right. Yeah. Um, so when I was in uh, citywide and, and perusing the aisles and stuff, I stumbled upon a 12 pack and I'm not going to include, but I'm only going to include one into this pick six because I can't include all, all four of them. Okay. Otherwise, then that would make it like a, a pick 10 or something, mm. um, or pick seven. Uh, so I'm just going to include the not one the show strong suit. No, and it never has been for me, but I'm going to uh, include the one that I really enjoyed from this 12-pack, which it comes in four different styles of the 420 beers that uh, yeah, Sweetwater you does. About, you were telling me about this. It's called the 420 Stash, and it's delicious. Uh, their Mexican-style lager is phenomenal. You open up the can, and it smells like a skunk walked into the room. And my, my wife was like, is there a skunk outside or something? When I was bringing in the trash the other day and cleaning up, uh, I was cleaning out the garage, and I was like, no. <laughs> Is it is it I, I guess danker is the word we're gonna use. Is it uh is it more odiferous than their mango kush that they oh, did? It's like yeah, it's like mango kush is is totally a different type of dankness. You know how like there's those different like smells, there's like the skunky yeah, kind yeah. and then there's the you know, more I guess floral uh <laughs> kind. A smell. Maybe we're starting. Maybe we should bring in an expert from the great state of Michigan. I think we need a bud tender on hand to tell right, us what right. what's what because I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but I would say that Sweetwater, as a brewery, um, they have they have definitely turned the page, pushed forward all the uh, the dank style of beers. I know Hemperer from New Belgium has come out, and that's another one. And then we were big fans of Smells Like a Safety Meeting from uh, Dark Horse. Yeah. Um, but Sweetwater has nailed it. I don't know what they do, what they put in the can, like instantly when they they close it up. But it's it you crack it open and it's like whoa, who is smoking in here? Um, so okay, that that's probably enough rambling about that one. That I'll I'll add and then I'll I just got me thinking. I don't, well, maybe we'll talk about this another show. And I, I maybe we've mentioned it before, but uh, we used to be all about that dark horse. There was Crooked Tree, Double Crooked Tree. We had Smells like a Safety Meeting and all the variants, and all of a sudden they're nowhere. I know. I don't know if it's been pulled from our market. Not a, I, I think if I read correctly, they're having some financial problems. Okay. They invest too much in TV? Well, no, they probably spent uh, too much money expanding to, you know, we have the Dark Horse Candy Shop, the Dark Horse Harley oh, Shop, the yeah. Dark Horse Tattoo Shop. Bros, just do the beer, man. Yeah. <laughs> just I'm do sorry. beer. Continue. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to throw in one from Oscar Blues that this is one of those, not as bad as the uh, the one from Stone that we tried a couple of weeks ago that you let me try, the Stone and Jägermeister, but it's one of those beers that's so bad you have to try it. It's Oscar Blues one and it's their 100-calorie beer. It's a hazy IPA, and it is just, it's bad. I can't rally behind these. Not the the low-cal, two-hearted, or uh, light-hearted was pretty good, but the... The low-cal beers are just not for me. I'll take a Celtsy any day. Wow. But, yeah, you should try that Oscar Blues 1 if you get your hands on it. All right. Um, and then New Holland is doing a kind of a one-off of their uh, Poet, which is their stout. They're doing a Poet's Brunch, and it's the first release of the Brewer's Best series. It's cinnamon, vanilla, and maple syrup in this beer. And I haven't had it yet, but that's the one that I want to try. So I'm adding that to the pick six. 
Uh, I just did a, some quick uh, Googling, and back in September, there was a lawsuit that uh, Dark Horse Brewing was $1.5 million behind in its mortgage. Ooh. So it brewed, it uh, merged with a Royal, Royal Oak-based Roke Brewing, okay. and they're, they're trying to get out of that hole. But I'm going to guess that's probably going to be why we've seen such a dribble, uh, mm-hmm. you know, down to just a, a couple of drops of Dark Horse in the area, because, I mean, when the show first started, that was one of our favorites. I went up there for a, uh, for a fest, had a great time, but... Yeah, you don't hear anything. Uh, my three beers I'm going to give you. Uh, one, we talked about it a minute ago because Thursday they had their Recneps Day. If you're looking to have a fantastic example of an oatmeal stout, oh yeah, this would be it. This is a, a great oatmeal beer. It's got that nice oaty flakiness to it. There's like a little bit of caramel, a little bit of chocolate notes in there. And they had a bunch of different variants down at the U for Thursday, which was a lot of fun. You know, especially if you had to work the next day, and it was really, really fun. But uh, if you've never had that particular style, I know that uh, Samuel Smith makes a, one of our favorite on-the-shelf versions. Mm-hmm. This is a great locally made example, and you should definitely, if you haven't already, uh, swing down to Bear Hair, swing down to Crooked U and check it out. Bear Hands actually is my next one. I mentioned I went to a bottle share last night, hooked up with a beer buddy of mine from Kalamazoo and some of his friends. They had, none of them had ever heard of Bear Hands before. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I wanted to bring some of the things that, that Bear Hands are really good at. I brought some Westie, and then I brought a four-pack of Joe England. And as far as the New England IPA goes, it's great. But it was fun to see everybody try these beers that you and I drink all the time for the first time. Yeah. I made fun of them. Like, you guys are only living like an hour and a half from my house. Why haven't, I mean, you haven't even slid across the border and seen <laughs> Bear Hands on the shelf? And they said no. They're like, you know, when I'm in Indiana hunting, it's usually for for big whales or or stuff that you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I've got a list, and they were they were huge fans. They can't wait to come down and check it out. And I said, hey, they're going to be opening one down by the ballpark. It's going to be nuts. I can't wait. Yeah. And so that was it. Was fun to get excited about that. But it's always fun to turn somebody on to beers that you love that they've never had. Mm-hmm. And the last one was on the tap at LKT earlier this week, uh, 18th Street. We don't talk about them enough. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Their uh, their double IPA, the Rise of the Angels. It's available in cans, but they had it on tap. And Ooh. 18th Street is great. 18th Street on tap is just a little bit greater. Oh man, we went there a couple of years ago on a uh, Southwest Michigan brew tour, and all of us were like, "Why don't we come out here more often?" <laughs> this was great. So if you get a chance to swing out to uh, to, to 18th Street. Definitely make the trip. Maybe swing back on your way home from Chicago. We have a lot of show to get to. There's our pick six. Six beers we think you should drink. We're kind of taking a break, getting our getting a wind-up ready, getting warmed up for the big release season we have coming up. And you and I actually had a conversation earlier this week about Dark Lord tickets coming up. We're buying those March 21st. Yes, we're, and we're hoping to to get in on this year. You, you brought up in the last segment uh, for the pick six about taking bare hands, and I think... That's what I want to do. If I get a ticket for this year's um, Dark Lord Day, I want to go around and get some local brews to show off, you know, like Yakida and Bare Hands and Crooked U, and then take that and see what people, you know, see people's eyes when they try these for the first time. And we're like, oh, yeah, they're just in our neck of the woods, in our backyard. Yeah, and it's also, in, in years past, and I'm sure we'll do a Dark Lord Day show when it's coming up, unless we don't get tickets, then we'll never mention that day again. Yeah. Uh, but... In years past, it's been, let's bring as many big, impressive bombers as we can. But then you realize, like, I just cleaned out, like, you know, seven amazing bottles out of my cellar. And it just, it becomes too much of a hassle. And I've gotten, over the years, less into bringing beer and more into tasting some of the beers from the the taps and the guest taps they have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's less you got to hang on to and hold. But also, you know, that that takes time. 
And then sooner or later, you're like, I am super drunk. This is very, like, I was going to say, proper planning. I got to maintain to get back to the van and get my allotment and don't set it down and get stolen. (laughs) Or pass out in the middle of the entire festival, like some of those guys that are next to the fence. Oh, yeah. On Facebook every year, there's a whole gallery of, you know, the dead soldiers, the the people that didn't make it out of Dark Lord Day. (laughs) Do they just sleep there? I mean, what what do they do? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) You know, if we had more time and budget to devote to the show, you and I would just have a correspondent stay there, just see what happens to all the people that pass out. I mean, eventually their buddies find them, right? There there should be a people of Dark Lord. As we get website. into beer, as we get into beer tasting and beer festival season, I know we have some stuff coming up at Four Winds and uh we have stuff coming up at the the ball field and a casino a little bit later on this year. We should do a beer show etiquette. Yeah. A beer festival etiquette because all of us have been that guy who's gotten a little bit out of control with tastings, but we've also been that guy who's seen the guy who got out of control on tastings. Mm-hmm. Talk about how you should, you know, fill your stomach up before you go in and plan to pace yourself because the pores are small and eventually over the course of the day you start drinking more and more and more and then Lord, guess what, Zach? Off two ounce pours, you're just about schnockered. That witching hour, man, as soon as it hits, it's like the last hour it's the last hour before everything shuts down and you're like looking around and you're like, How many more of these two ounce tastings can I have? But you think about it, you take down six two ounce tastings and you've got a whole beer right there. And it's easy to do. I like how all of a sudden, about an hour ago, Zach was a math idiot, and now he's a savant when you convert it into ounces of beer. I have a beautiful mind. A beautiful mind. (laughs) We do have to get to news and notes uh, here before we close out the show at the end of the hour, but we are now going to step back from the microphones and turn things over to Darcy with this week's Chick Pick. Take it away, Darcy. Hey, it's Darcy with your Chick Pick. And today I'm going to talk about a beer I had last weekend um, from Transient, a delicious American imperial stout named Kemagoye. I think I said that right. And I'm fairly certain it's named after a famous WWE wrestler. At least that's what the internet does tell me. It's awesome. It's delicious. Oh, I should mention that it clocks in at about 12%. So please be very careful. It is delicious. It smells like dessert and raisinets and is creamy and everything you want in a stout, especially that 12%. I loved it. It was just the right amount of carbonation. Very, very light and uh, delicious. I wish I could go for one right now, actually. I'm Darcy. That's your chick pick. All right. All right. All right. It's the end of the show. And here's Zach Miller. Yeah. So you, uh, I know that uh, you mentioned the uh, tap takeover happening at um, one of our favorite places, Hop Station. Station. Yeah, coming up on Thursday. Yeah. That's a... That's a pretty good uh, place to go for any tap takeover, and they have like a running beer list that they're they're untapped. Um, they're one is of those, right on the screen. Yeah, there. they're one of those venues that it pays to follow on untapped because the offerings change so quickly. Yeah, I mean you'll go down there on a Wednesday, and then you come back on Friday, and the beers are completely different, or uh, or at least half different. And our friends at the Michiana Beer Reviewers are actually going to be down there on Thursday recording a, a podcast. Oh, sweet! That um, that's that's pretty cool. Um, there's, uh, there's a couple of things happening also this week, like the Wednesday, there's Shoreline Breweries tap takeover at the garage. Have you been there yet? Not yet. I haven't been there either, but, um, it's cool. There's like all those video games and they're going to do, uh, the tap takeover from Shoreline, which is from Michigan city, Indiana. So in and around out here, you can enjoy some food, some beers. They've got some giveaways, cool stuff like that. And then, uh, later this weekend for, uh, you know, Leap Day is on Saturday. Oh, yeah. And uh, Yakida is doing a bundle-up buttercup. And they're going to have a party outside in the middle of winter. Hey, that's fun. Yeah, celebrating seven and a half years. Because so, why not? Yeah. 
So, uh, so they're going to have uh, some hot dogs there. They're also going to have some cornhole, giant Jenga, fun things like that. And uh, this is one of our favorite breweries from Chicago that we've talked about. I don't know. Have you been to Half Acre? I have. I've never been there, but I always love getting the um, the Daisy Cutter whenever I go to Chicago. Yeah, that's a solid pail. Oh my gosh, they do they do really good pails. And uh, along with that, they're adding a new year round pail called their. Uh, I'm going to say it's Tome. I don't think it's Tome or To Me, but it's Tome from Half Acre, and it's a hazy pale ale. If you guys could send us a pronunciation key, we would greatly appreciate it. Comes in at 5.5, and it's going to be a year-round offering in Chicago, so we'll look forward to that. It's coming out in March. March 9th is the market release. Perfect. Yeah. That's going to do it for this week. Uh, we will join you next week for the very first Music to My Beers of March. We'll be excited to announce our partnership with a new show sponsor. All of that, and that's more drinking coming your way. Uh, this has been Music to My Beers, and this is Faith No More. They announced a tour this summer. They're going to be opening for Corn. It's going to be Helmet, Faith No More, and Corn. Basically, my high school on tour. I can't wait. <laughs> Three o'clock, one o three nine. The Bears. Music to My Beers. Cheers. Cheers. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.